Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's May 26, 1986, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. In his photography studio in London, artist Spencer Rowell has just shot an image which is going to go on to adorn five million walls. It is the biggest selling poster in British history, and it shows a bare-chested model called Adam Perry cradling a baby whom we now know is called Stelios Havatsios. It's hard to imagine a baby called Stelios, isn't it? (laughs) It's one of those non-baby names, like Ian. (laughs) (laughs) If the poster had been called Man and Stelios, it may not have sold in the numbers that it did. I think I would have been more inclined to give it a look. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, listeners, if you would like to see this image now, if you don't know what I'm talking about somehow, the the official name of the poster is L'Enfant. Rebecca, your French pronunciation is better than mine. That was 100% right, Ollie. I've got no feedback. If you Google man and baby, that's the image that will come up. Because it really was like a defining poster of the 80s, but also therefore, I guess, for people who grew up in the 80s, kind of the 90s and the noughties as well, because they went on for 10, 20 years, these posters on people's walls, alongside your Che Guevara poster, (laughs) you had your man and baby. But it's also exactly, if you haven't yet done your Googling and checked out the one that we're talking about, and you will recall it probably by the time you've done that Google, it's exactly what you'd imagine it will be. You know, it is this very pristine, beautiful male model with his shirt off, cradling this baby, who actually, one detail that is weird about it, the baby has a very peculiar expression on its face. It looks sort of a bit shocked. Can we say his? His. (laughs) There. Yeah. Um, uh, why don't I use his actual name? Has a really funny look on his face it looks like he's surprised and maybe that is because it was it was a bit rushed maybe it's because actually a weird obscure fact adam perry the model in question turned up with massive sunburn which might explain why it turned into a black and white poster as opposed to a full color poster and he ended up getting docked pay for that but it is the, the sort of quintessence of i guess exactly what they were trying to do which was create this sort of sensitive yet rugged image of of a man cradling a lovely young stelios it's amazing that you say <laughs> it was rushed because it is such an important image in, a, in its own way. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of like cheesy bit of pop culture, but it's a really important image because it sold all those numbers and because it was about the birth of the new man and all of this stuff. And that's what it's supposed to represent, wasn't it? Like, I can be sexy, mm. but also I can be a dad. That it only took 20 minutes to film. So the photographer said he, he typically did these kind of things in 40 to 50 shots. Pre-digital photography, you can't see if the image worked or not till afterwards. And one of those 50 shots just happened to be this poster. And it, when you say you can sort of visualise it without looking at it, that's exactly how it was created. Mm. So mm. the artistic director of the Athena poster shop chain, as was Paul Rodriguez, just came up with the idea one day, called the photographer and said, I think a shot of a man holding a baby would sell really well. <laughs> that was the creative <laughs> process. And he was right. 
<laughs> yeah, but he called 50 times a day. This is what, what I presume <laughs> history doesn't relate and, and 49 of the, the ideas were rubbish. <laughs> Tell me about artistic posters. As far as I'm concerned, a poster for me when I was in my teens was, you know, based on visits to freshers' fairs. It's the big dollar bill with Tony Montana's face in the middle. Uh-huh. <laughs> And if you've got photos there of people that you know, what, explain, are these artistic photo posters? Were they ubiquitous at one time? They were. There was stuff like The Kiss by Gustav Klimt and The Great Wave by Hokusai. Those sort of really quintessential artistic images that have often ended up being described as like the lowest common denominator of of art, possibly in part because they came to prominence in this way. But also more equivalent to this was like tennis girl scratching her ass, right? That's the other one people remember from the decade. And I feel like that that poster and this one do the same thing, which is they, they very softly titillate in a way that's acceptable to people of, you know, either sex in your student bedroom. But they, they sort of say, I am sexually curious about the world, but I'm not a threat. Everyone who was involved with L'Enfant appears to have kind of come away with an idea that it was actually a bit embarrassing. Mm. It was tacky. And I mean, I guess that's partially to do with the fact that it became so successful. You know, even if you were really proud of an image, if you suddenly saw it on, you know, millions of people's homes, you might come around to the idea that maybe it was a bit obvious. But at the same time, I don't know if it's something to do with the fact that it something that appeals nakedly pun not intended to women the idea of like you know he's a rugged sexy man but look he's a good dad as well i feel like it's the fact that it was engineered to appeal to a female sensibility and that it did is somehow made the image less artistically valuable yeah also we've been talking all about his torso without naming him really very objectifying that's what this art does isn't it adam perry (laughs) he he did go on to have a modeling career after this obviously like on the back of the success but he it didn't last for long um and he ended up becoming a carpenter far from being the sensitive new man he later said that the popularity of the image helped him sleep with three thousand women in 2004 the northern echo said and this is not libel because i'm quoting from them far from being a sensitive new age man adam was a tart with a liking for illegal drugs and women don't know if the women were illegal or just the drugs <laughs> i mean he might have still been sensitive just because he's had a lot of women doesn't mean he wasn't very kind to each and every one of them <laughs> exactly he was once described as the world's most promiscuous man by gq what beating bill roach <laughs> Who, who's Bill Rose? Who's that? Who's that? Kem, the guy who plays Ken Barlow in Coronation Street. That's what I thought. He, that's exactly who I thought you were talking about. And I was like, no, you can't be talking about that Bill Rose. He said he'd slept with 5,000 women. Did he? Definitely in, way up in the thousands. But I'm glad he got paid in some form because Arian mentioned earlier that his pay was docked because he turned up with sunburn for the shoot. Do you mm-hmm. know, Rebecca, what he got paid? It's quite shocking. I got a couple of different ones, but it was definitely under £200. It was £100. £100 for the biggest selling poster of all time. I mean, that is shocking. But do you know what Stelios got paid? (laughs) Go on. He actually got paid £32. He wasn't even given a free version of the image. His family had to go and buy it, possibly putting them in debt for the whole (laughs) business of having been involved in the shoot in the first place. £32 to be effectively like the world's most famous baby until the one on the front of Nevermind came along. Yeah. Actually, I'm thinking about that Nirvana baby. Did you ever see that shot that they did where they recreated him swimming in the pool for BuzzFeed or whatever? Was he wearing swimming shorts? He was wearing swimming shorts, yes. Although I'm not sure, I mean, like, in a way it's weird we've all seen his penis as a baby, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
what I'm curious about is, although Adam and Stelios have obviously met, because I've seen a photo shoot of them sitting on steps looking moodily at the camera about 10 years ago for a documentary, it can't be that no one offered them the opportunity to pose for the shot again, can it? It must be that they said no. Oh my God. No, we're not going to do that. Whereas that, I mean, what a great poster that would be now. Stelios, a man in his 30s who works as a lawyer in Limassol. <laughs> cradled in the arms of the world's once most promiscuous man <laughs> that's an amazing poster I want to see that so this was the biggest selling poster in Britain but I actually tried to find out what was the biggest selling photo worldwide of all time let me guess okay go ahead cast of Baywatch do you know you're not far off but no uh, cast of Star Trek <laughs> getting further away from it it's actually and I'm sure you'll know the one as soon as I say it it's a 1976 poster of Farrah Fawcett uh, and she's yes. wearing a red bikini against a, a colourful background. And that sold 12 million copies worldwide. Then you get kind of branded stuff, kind of Pulp Fiction, Nirvana smiley face, Ziggy Stardust, yeah. train spotting, that kind of stuff. I had Pulp Fiction and train spotting. Yeah, I think I had both as well. I had Pamela Anderson, but it was cut out from a magazine. I didn't pay money for that. <laughs> and it was partly just kind of like, I felt like I should have something like that on my wall because my taste was just like a little bit kind of try-hard intellectual kind of college pop music like the other posters i had were like the ben folds five album the unauthorized biography of reinhold messner i had that Good album. i had a, a signed woody allen poster i had a leon herring tour poster um, and i just i thought to counterbalance this general vibe i should probably just have someone with a cleavage so there she was the pammy <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird grouping of people if they were all actually in the same room. What a green room that would be, huh? <laughs> I had a double page fold out of Bradley and Hannah from S Club 7. Good choice. Nice. Why just the two of them? Uh, probably because it was the one that came with my copy of Miz that week. So <laughs> I never knew that the individual members of S Club did photo shoots you know, in duos and trios. I think at the time there were a lot of rumours around the pair of them. Although now I think about it, it was probably less than a year before S Club 7 broke up of their own accord. So. The beginning of the end. <laughs> it's a significant moment. We should do a future episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. That's what we all need, isn't it? A cigarette-smoking robot for when we don't want to smoke our own cigarettes. Yeah. Love the show? Support the show! Patreon.com slash Retrospectors! Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.